This is Total Retail Tech Insights. The content retail executives need to optimize their use of technology throughout their organizations. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I'm joined on today's episode by Diane Wong, who is the Founder, Chairperson, and CEO at DHgate.com, one of the leading cross-border B2B e-commerce marketplaces, uh, which was founded in China. Diane and I are going to talk today about the DHgate and MyShop businesses, as well as uh, the overall e-commerce market and kind of a little bit of a look ahead as we begin the new year here in 2023. So thanks for joining me today, Diane. Thank you, Jill. So to get us started, um, could you give a brief overview of the dhgate.com and MyShop businesses for our audience? Sure, Jill. Um, yeah, I uh, founded DHgate in 2004. Um, aiming to help global MISMIs, uh, micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises sourcing uh, directly through a cross-border B2B platform without middlemen. And it turns out DHgate is the first mover in this field. And we're also the pathfinder who can be um, uh, been leading the uh, development of cross-border e-commerce industry. Um, before I founded DHgate, actually, um, nobody has ever made complicated offline international trade business um, into easy online transaction, uh, including the order fulfillment, global payment, and logistic management, et cetera. So today, uh, DHgate has owned the largest market share in the US market among all B2B e-commerce platforms from China. As of this year, we served more than 46 million registered buyers from 223 countries and regions by connecting them to over 2.4 million sellers all over the world, uh, with over 37 million live listings on the platform annually. Um, DHGate has been serving sellers and the buyers for nearly uh, 20 years. We believe it's an open, innovative, and diversified environment for global trade and empowering everyone in the global trade is our vision. In 2020, we launched MyShop to spirit hype the growing trends of decentralization and the rise of Generation Z. As a social commerce SaaS platform, MyShop helped Miss Miss especially entry-level merchants and individual entrepreneurs with social influence to turn their impact into the good business. So currently um, it's helping to increase the sales of more than 4 million products and is working with over 1.7 million registered online influencers globally. I personally have more than 30 years of business and a digital experience. In 1999, as one of the first generation of e-commerce entrepreneurs in China, I established uh, Joyo.com, China's first B2C e-commerce platform. In 2004, Joyo.com was acquired by Amazon. And at the same year, I founded DHgate. So as a founder, chairperson, and CEO of DHgate Group, 
as well as a female entrepreneur. I'm also passionate about promoting gender equality and women's empowerment agenda and have participated in various international organizations, including APEC Business Advisory Council, uh, B20, and uh, BRICS Women's Business Alliance. In 2016, I initiated APEC Women Connect, and a women empowerment program to realize entrepreneurship via digital solutions through inspirational sharing, practical learning, effective recognition, and awarding. Joe. Yeah. Uh, so first, thank you, Diane, for for that overview of the businesses. Um, and you you talked about the size and scope of the businesses, which is which is quite impressive, and also your professional background. So I think that provides a good overview and context for the audience. Um, given the fact, and you mentioned that you've been in this business and digital marketplace uh, arena for over 30 years now, I'm curious to get your perspective on the e-commerce market today. What, what are your observations and insights and any you know, particular trends that you wanna call out for the audience as it relates to e-commerce? Hmm. Yeah, I think one thing to note here is um, Generation Z is continuously changing the social commerce. According to a report by consulting firm Accenture, uh, the global social commerce market will grow three times faster than traditional e-commerce to 1.2 trillion US dollar by 2025. It's expected to account for 62% of all e-commerce spending. Also referring to influencer marketing hub, social commerce creator economy is worth at least 104.2 billion US dollar. Now, right now, more than 50 million creators are using the internet to show their works directly to their audiences around the world. So the relationship between the production and consumption in the global trade, as well as the global supply chain is being reshaped. I think this is the unprecedented era of cross-border trade for entrepreneurs to participate in the light way, which we call as the uh, new social commerce era or MISMIS. This remarks a new era for global e-commerce. And I think, the roles DHgate plays in the social commerce era for MISMIS are connection, empowerment, and guarantee. So our ancient belief from the very beginning, from day one, is helping others succeed, will lead us to success. Having said that, back to 2020, we've spotted and well-prepared for the industrial shift to decentralization. The rise of social commerce and emerging new consumer groups are game changers. So driving by the trend of decentralization, DHgate launched my shop at the end of 2020. As I mentioned, as a social commerce SaaS platform, my shop provides AI-powered best matching product selection, fast social commerce startup with single link, and cross-border marketing, supply chain, and payment services with every step support, helping 
creators and influencers to efficiently monetize their social influence. So that's actually a, a great lead into my next question, Diane. Referring to the decentralization trend that you mentioned and what we've seen in the market, particularly um, since 2020, um, how do you think this new trend of will affect entrepreneurs, you know, Gen Z, the memes you talked about, and then secondarily, how can my shop help in that regard, this social commerce SaaS-based platform that you've created? Hmm. Yeah, I think nowadays, Miss Miss and Gen Z could explore their own social commerce business, riding on the trends of digitalization and decentralization. There are huge new opportunities they never had before. Firstly, the pandemic has been shifting more individuals and businesses to shop online, forcing all types of companies in the global trade striving for digital transformation more actively than ever and accelerating the rise of more social commerce content creators. And secondly, well, everyone is both a consumer and a seller. Everyone can be connected, particularly Gen Z may develop a new business territories on social media to compete with those big players by creating their own brands, consolidating their existing fan base and private domain traffic, attracting new audiences and so on. So more importantly, this can be achieved without big funds or rich experiences. So leverage the e-commerce SaaS platforms like MyShop, MissMiss, especially, I mentioned earlier, those entry-level merchants and individuals could start their own business in this new battlefield of social media. MyShop could empower them by providing digitalization tools and every step support. In simple words, they could share to earn leveraging social platforms. Additionally, from our experiences, we think e-learning is also crucial. We found a new social commerce entrepreneur always asks how to do the product selection. What does it mean to start a social commerce business by creating a link? How to attract more fans? How to connect with supply chains and many more? Therefore, we hosted the APAC CBAT cross-border e-learning training program, which trained Miss Miss, female entrepreneurs, and the younger generations across more than 50 countries. The product has been recognized and endorsed by the United Nations, APEC, and G20 economies. Meanwhile, um, we've also initiated the APEC Women Connect program since 2016. Um, every year we hosted different events and activities via that platform. It aims to empower women, especially those from underprivileged areas, to realize entrepreneurship via digital solutions, namely inspirational sharing, practical learning, effective recognition, and awarding. By 2022, the program has engaged more than 100,000 women and over 2,500 successful female entrepreneurs with over 100 million media exposures worldwide. Joe. 
Yeah, those are, it's it's really a great work that you're doing and, and giving the opportunity some of these entrepreneurs to, uh, you're giving them these digital tools to help them grow. Um, and uh, so that's really uh, commendable work. I wanted to follow up. Did you have any examples you might want to share with us of this, uh, you know, of this decentralization trend and how you're giving entrepreneurs, younger, younger creators and influencers an opportunity to grow their brands? Do you have an example, Diane, that you wanted to cite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I really like to share uh, some wonderful examples <laughs> I'll share to earn. Um, Ms. Maria Fubuchiku um, is a uh, Nigerian lady who left her job due to workplace discrimination. And she attended the mashup training program and won the APAC Women Connect Her Power Entrepreneurship Competition last year. Um, you know, as the e-commerce industry in Africa is relatively undeveloped, it's more important to provide e-commerce tools with lower entry barriers. The program and the my shop enabled uh, Maria to start her online business in a more streamlined way, make it easier for her to start a social commerce business, monetize her social influence, simply by adding a shoppable link in her social media platforms. And more importantly, unlike traditional e-commerce sites, MyShop helped Marie M to create a lighter online shop, select matching trending products and fulfill orders with just a few minutes, spare her efforts and the cost to stock up deliver and handle after-sales services. She can now easily share a link to recommend her products to her friends and family in Africa. Um, I know her baby and maternity product sales was reaching uh, 50,000 US dollar after she started the business only six months. And today we hear that um, Maybe her sales, um, my, my shop this year is reaching US dollar 1 million. So we're very excited to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you can tell from our conversation, you're very passionate about helping. You know, you're, you're very much have a mindset that entrepreneurs and, and, and helping those, particularly women and those from underdeveloped areas of the world and the impoverished areas and giving them an opportunity to grow their businesses. So, and you've talked about your participation in various international associations, APEC Women Connect, you've, you've called out. Can you talk about kind of that initial intention to work with organizations like APEC Connect? What is it within you and within DHgate Group that uh, makes you want to be a part of these types of associations? Yeah, Joe, um, I think today the digital transformation really provides new avenues for the economic empowerment of women. And it can contribute to greater gender equality, fostering more equal participation in labor markets, financial markets, and entrepreneurship. However, while some progress is being made in some parts of the world, in many emerging and developing economies, legal and cultural restrictions towards female autonomy still prevent women 
from accessing digital tools, not to mention the COVID-19 pandemic has intensified a fundamental weakness of women MISMIs in their digital capabilities, especially in the developing and underdeveloped markets. So in many international organizations and events, I talk about we need more multilateral cooperation among both public and private sectors to enhance women's digital skills and digital literacy. Our goal is to connect the dots across different organizations, coordinate efforts and maximize resources, and more importantly, increase visibility to get our voices reaching out to those women in need. Shifting gears a little bit and moving on to a, a different area of focus, I want to talk about the United States market and why you think the United States is really an opportunity for DHgate group and my shop you've kind of, entered know, this market talk about the opportunity here in the United States for those two businesses yeah um Joe um I, I think both the US and China are the most influential and active e-commerce market in the world with comprehensive infrastructure technology development and a huge user base. So there are lots of potential to share, learn, and support mutually in the e-commerce field. In China, social commerce has an evident development, has reached over 1.5 trillion RMB or over 215 billion US dollar market size. Likewise, it's also booming in the US and other markets nowadays. We're seeing so many young people are keen to seize the new opportunities, start their own businesses, giving rise to the social commerce. So from DHgate and my shop, we're passionate about leveraging our accumulated knowledge, best practices and tools in social commerce development to empower people realize their entrepreneurial dreams. It's also worth to mention that COVID pandemic has changed people's working routines and habits. Younger generation like Gen Z now prefers to work with more flexibility. Social commerce entrepreneurship has allowed them being flexible in how and where they work. And so, through my business trip to the US this November, I saw that many young generation in the US were energetic and enthusiastic to start their own business. However, their lacks of a holistic set of services and support to help those influencers to sell proper products. So from my perspective, there are a few key difficulties like product selection and the connections with producers, uh, effective marketing tools, global payment, and supply chain problems. Concisely, influencers have no full process services to transfer their influence into a business. They need a community where I think they could share experiences, ideas, and the knowledge together and acquire all kinds of business resources and marketing supports. So I think my shop could perfectly deal with those key dilemmas 
for content creators in the US. As a one-stop social commerce SaaS platform, we provide AI-powered, smart, best-matching trending product selection, fast online shop creation with one link, cross-border marketing and payment services, et cetera. As I mentioned earlier, like APEC CBET and MyShop e-learning programs and APEC Women Connect programs, we're establishing a community aiming to support those young influencers, women and mismis, and empower them to be successful in their own businesses. So yeah, Joe, we're very excited about the opportunities ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and to your point, you're giving these entrepreneurs, these creators, the tools, you're empowering them with a platform that can make commerce uh, more easily attainable for them. You know, there's there's all these hurdles that they have to think about. You're giving them the tools and a platform to make it a reality, um, which is going to help, um, you know, with their with their with their dreams, really, for many of these entrepreneurs, it's a dream that they start and uh, they want to grow that that and make that dream a reality. Exactly. So I want to talk about entrepreneurship a little bit. As, as a founder yourself, um, you have a lot of experience in this area. So talk about, um, from your perspective, what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And if you have any advice, tips, um, for our audience, uh, you know, as people think about launching their own businesses, um, what would you tell them? Hmm. Yeah, um, in the beginning um, of my um, startup, I think the biggest problem I encountered was there's no one trusted us. <laughs> Traditional trade was uh, still booming back in the day. And the B2B information services market, such as online yellow pages, was enjoying fast growth rates. No one believed that complex international trade process could be achieved online, whether it is traditional international trade people, internet industry experts, or investors, I remember. Nobody trusts us. It is a long and a challenging process to validating the business model and the win market recognition. I still remember in the early stage, we took a long journey uh, by train, by motorcycle, at the walk, visited local factories and manufacturers in the very rural areas. Uh, we spent hours to demonstrate our platform, tried to get them working with us, but it turned out they didn't believe us. They told us they think we, we are fraud when we came back. So the whole journey is like climbing Mount Everest. Many people fell halfway. I think the key to keep trying until you find the right path is the only way we can do. It's also like marathon. Along the way, you come across fatal challenges, investment issues, people issues, and many more. And you need to make adjustments and changes to solve problems. I would say facing challenges is becoming part of everyday life. Also, because it's no road sign ahead, the try and error process needs to be quick, very quick. 
learn from mistakes and adjust timely. So um, working in the cross-border e-commerce for decades, we always think about being more creative and we have countless innovative ideas to be realized as technologies, markets, customers are changing rapidly. There's so much up and downs, but we always hang it there. <laughs> it's like sailing a boat. So no matter whether it's a stormy times or comfort ones, we always stick to our vision and values. And we do it with full passion. So nowadays it's become our DNA, um, DNA at DHgate. And um, if you ask me um, some advices I want to share with new entrepreneurs, um, I think maybe I have three points to share. Um, firstly, for entrepreneurs, you should pursue things that enlighten your passions because challenges are inevitable. Most entrepreneurs have experienced that kind of win or go home moment, but very few have survived. When facing a challenge, most people would see 99.9% .9 of problems and difficulties. But when you do things that make your eyes shine, you may see 0.1% of possibility and opportunity. And I believe two entrepreneurs will focus. They will focus on the 0.1%. Their passion will drive them to do their best to make things happen. Secondly, I would like to emphasize on the value of team. We could always overcome difficulties and correct problems as a whole team. And at different stages, a good entrepreneur should think about development of different team members. Besides, it's equally important to absorb external talents and work with external experts, such as think tank, because they could constantly provide a new and a leading knowledge from a more objective view. And that's helping to avoid limitation and the silos of internal team. Thirdly, adaptation capacity or resilience. Nowadays with rapid changes in various industries, it's hardly to deal with problems with only one solution. Therefore, for entrepreneurs, it is critical to have the capacity to adapt to the changing market, even to foresee potential changes ahead of time and make adjustments. Okay, so Joe, that's my... <laughs> no, that was, that was great, Diane. And I think um, everyone in the audience, there's some, you know, you've lived this, you've, you've experienced that you've launched your own company. So... Uh, I think there's a lot of value in, in what you have to say in this area of entrepreneurship and, and launching a new business. So thank you for sharing that. I also, you know, to your point earlier, we, we, you know, you've been in this business and digital marketplace e-commerce space for over 30 years. So 
you really are an expert in when it comes to e-commerce. With that in mind, as we look to start a, a new year here, I'm interested to get your forecast for the e-commerce industry in 2023. Okay, Joe. Mm. Social commerce. Social commerce is an inevitable trend for 2023 and the future. That will surely empower online retailers, sales, marketing, and growth, no matter in the B2B or B2C field. As I mentioned earlier, according to the report uh, by consulting firm Accenture, the global social commerce market will grow three times faster than traditional commerce by 2025. So to seize the opportunity of social commerce, you either establish yourself as a social influencer or collaborate with influencer. So for example, on DHgate, we continue to bring new features such as live streaming shopping and provide practical training courses to support retailers help to guide them to become influencers on TikTok or other popular social platforms. Moreover, we create real value for them by helping retailers connect influencers on my shop. I think that creates new sales channels in a very straightforward way. So that's my opinion, Joe. Yeah, social commerce is an inevitable chance for 2023 and in the future. Yeah, the growth of social commerce and then also that live streaming aspect, which is you know part of the social commerce ecosystem. And, and established retailers can participate in that. You know, they can launch their own um, social commerce, uh, but they can also collaborate to your point, right? They can, you know, if they're if they're not willing to um, go with their own, so to speak, they can also look to collaborate with existing creators and existing platforms. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then lastly, for those that want to learn a little bit more about my shop uh, and, and also for uh, dhgate.com, what would you uh, recommend they do? How can they, they learn about these two uh, businesses and how they could potentially help their businesses? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Joe, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, um, we all believe social commerce opens a new window for Miss Me's women and the young generation. So we encourage those passionate young people or, or Miss Me's entrepreneurs to seize the opportunity. So whether you are an online retailer, social influencers, content creators, or micro traders, individual business owners. Um, so for example, my shop aims to help those players turn social power into good business at every step in the cross-border e-commerce business journey. Whereas uh, DHgate is like your online shopping portal. It's one of the largest online wholesale marketplaces at the forefront of cross-border trade backed by our uh, trusted platform and established services for nearly 20 years. If you are a buyer, it helps you conveniently connect with millions of local and international suppliers. And you can source wide variety of quality products from all over the world at a fair price with just a few clicks. 
That's our group's door engine and our unique advantage to facilitate global commerce and realize entrepreneurial dreams. Well, I want to thank Diane Wang, who is the founder, chairperson, and CEO of DHGate Group, uh, for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights and sharing kind of the vision for her uh, businesses and how it can help and empower those entrepreneurs, those content creators um, to, uh, to grow their brands cross-border and across the world. So thank you, Diane, for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Tech Insights is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Tech Insights.